Men, if you answer yes to any of these questions, you could be suffering from low testosterone. Do you have low sex drive? ED, always tired, depressed, loss of muscle mass, obese, loss of focus and drive? You, my friends, need to get your numbers checked. Check out Men's Health of Mississippi, located in Madison, Mississippi, and online at menshealthms.com. Guys, get your numbers checked today. Trust me, she'll thank you for it. I promise. Menshealthms.com. Men's Health of Mississippi. Strap in, turn up the volume. The most incendiary talk show on the airwaves is now live. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio, your little shot of adrenaline, or should I say testosterone, here in the morning times. Good morning. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm, of course, Clay Edwards, the maitre d' of chaos here this morning. Hope everybody's having a good day so far. You know, I, I saw I talk about this all the time. This I don't want this to come across as complaining or anything. There is a massive difference in the amount of traffic between leaving my house at six a.m. versus leaving my house at six ten, or God forbid, six fifteen. Now I don't go live to seven oh seven, so I try to give myself a cushion to get from downtown Brandon to uh, Florida, Mississippi. Yes, that is a drive, my friends. It's about forty minutes one way every morning. And it's just amazing to see how much more traffic is on the roads in that fifteen, that ten to fifteen minute window. And gosh, gosh forbid if you, uh, you know, you get behind a couple eighteen wheelers hauling some heavy stuff, going kind of slow or whatever, it just creates chaos. And because nobody has any patience in the morning times, <clears throat> myself included. All right, if you guys want to chime in uh, to the show today, give your opinion on anything. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. 769-241-1944. I found out that I'm not allowed to promote uh, raffles on uh, the radio. Apparently, that uh, that's considered like a lottery or something or another. Anyway, there's FCC rules, so um, I, can't, I, can't, I can't promote my, my raffle for the fundraiser. I don't think I can promote it on social media because it's a gun. So one way or another, I'm going to figure out how to, how to raise some money for this uh, American Cancer Society Real Men Wear Pink thing, thing. Real Men Wear Pink fundraiser. If you're interested in donating, holler at your boy. You can reach me on the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. I'll send you the link to donate or, uh, or for the other thing I just mentioned. So hit your boy up or email me. Maybe you're old school. Clay at WYAB.com. All right, the phone line, 601-879-0002. And you can reach me here at WYAB if you want to be on the rate D-O. Hey, real quick, too, I want to mention something because it got brought up yesterday. Just a reminder, I no longer work at Ellis Autoplex. I just, uh, somebody said they went by there or called up there to see me and maybe got led up there misled up there thinking i still work there so just a heads up i do not so if you're if you're going to do business with me i am not there i am selling radio here so if you want to buy some radio holler at your boy if you want to be on the clay edwards show the kim wade show jameson haygood or any of our other great shows here at wyab i can make that happen if you're a business owner or if you're in charge of that marketing marketing decisions for your business i would love to do business with you. All right. The um 
Let's see, what do I want to talk about first here this morning? Uh, okay, so I know the debates were last night. I've got a lot of stuff on the debates. We've got a lot of clips to go over, some funny stuff. I, I tried to watch it all. Every time people's time ran out and the ding happened, my two little dogs went bat crap crazy, thinking somebody was ringing the doorbell. They did this the last debates, too. Clearly, I'm going to have to, and if I put them outside, they just stand at the back door and bark the whole time. I don't know what to do with them. I guess I can get a little, a little pen for them, a little kennel, and put them in the very far corner of the backyard like they're in jail when the debates are on. But let's be honest, nothing comes from these debates. I thought Gavin Newsom had the best take of anybody from these debates. So I guess we're talking about the debate, so we might as well just go to the, go to the debate conversation, huh? But I tell you, uh, let's start with, let me put my bookmarks up here on the Twitter. I tell you what, if X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it, if it ain't good for nothing else, it is good for saving bookmarks for show prep. Let's see here. And if y'all want to talk about the Brian Bailey stuff, apparently that story has made its way to the front page of this morning's New York Times. Front page of the New York Times. So the the liberals are going to be very, very mad at Brian Bailey by the end of the day. All right, here's Gavin Newsom. Of all the people to say something that made sense, the guy that I dislike about as much as I dislike Joe Biden says something that made sense. This is Gavin Newsom making it clear that Trump is, in fact, the front-runner for the Republican Party. Governor, what do you think is going to be the takeaway after this debate from the American people? I think it will be clear that Trump comes out the dominant force after this debate. I mean, this is the XFL. This is Jake. I mean, and honestly, I mean, this is maybe, maybe a vice presidential debate. These guys are getting lapped by Donald Trump. It's not even close. It's not even interesting. And I think what's most interesting to me is... Do they recognize that? Or are they actually going to show up and run against the guy that's in the way of their prospects to be the nominee? It's a zero-sum game. It's a binary choice at the end of the day. It's not a ranked-choice vote. So either these guys come after the front-runner and distinguish themselves, or otherwise they're wasting everybody's time. And I say this with love and respect. There's a reason some of the advertising is being discounted for this debate. People don't even want to tune in because they know that fundamentally. All right, what do y'all think about that? How about that little, he took a shot at The Rock. You know, The Rock owns the XFL now. And, you know, he's a big old Democrat. Big old demon rat. He bought the XFL. I mean, he just took a shot straight at him and said, this is the XFL. I even tweeted last night, or X'd. I'm having a little fun with the tweet versus X'd. Anyway, I didn't even tweet it, man. A little Democrat on Democrat hate crime right there. What do y'all think, man? Call in 601-879-0002. What was your takeaway from the debate last night? Was it was that just the junior varsity? Was that the JV? Is anybody on that stage? Let's be real here. At this point, is there anybody on that stage that that could even be the VP in 2024 for Big Daddy Trump? I'm, look, I want to like Ron DeSantis. I still think he's the best governor in the country. But he is not good on the national stage. He, he, he is not good. And poor guy. Look, I understand how makeup works 
and, you know, when you're on these things, you got these, on these stages and you got bright lights on you. I understand how they put a little makeup on you so your face doesn't look all oily and stuff. Poor guy. Somebody caught a video of him getting powdered, getting his face powdered, standing right behind Nikki Haley. And he's just standing there like a good little boy with his arms behind his back and his cheeks all poked out. Powder me up, big daddy. It was a very, it was a very non manly moment for a, for a guy that has fought so hard against people's uh turning their little boys into little girls and against the transgenders and stuff which i'm all for that fight and that's one of the reasons i love the guy it was a bad look it was a very very bad look so we'll see uh, i want to hear what y'all got to say The Guns of Gear text line. Let's see here. Yeah, it's, I, this Guns of Gear text line. I use the Google app for this. I mean, I guess in hindsight, twenty twenty, I should just use my phone number. But I mean, everybody has it anyway, and this rings to my phone, and I don't know it. I don't. I you know, it just rings just like it's my phone. Anyway, I, I, uh, unknown texture says, "I love Trump and what he did for us, but I feel like we're being set up." With all his legal troubles, made up or not, and I think DeSantis is our best hope right now. You know, and a lot of people feel that way, but that's what they want. Here's my conspiracy theorist. Let me put put my conspiracy theory hat on. That's what they want you to think. That's what they want you. They want to wear you out. They They want to grind you down where you say, man, anybody but Trump. There's a popular shirt floating around right now. That says anybody but an eighty year old or anybody not eighty. You know, they're trying to grind you down. They're like, oh, I just wish Trump would shut up and get off Twitter. Trump's been off Twitter for years. Trump Trump has been off Twitter since after January sixth. He posts some random stuff on True Social that none of y'all ever see. So when you when you tell me that I just wish you would shut up, he has. He's been shut up. He really has. I mean by Trump standards. He hasn't tweeted anything except his mugshot in in over two or three years since January 6th, 2021, a day that'll live in infamy, (laughs) the day day our democracy was under attack. Anyway, let's see here. I got some other, I got some other stuff on this debate here. I mean, really, I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like Chris Christie ended, ended Trump's campaign anyway. I mean, he just eviscerated him. I mean, just completely eviscerated. Rest in peace, Trump 2024. Where, where here's here it is right here. I mean, look, I mean, if you could st- if after this from Chris Christie, if you can still vote for Trump, you I mean you got to do it with your head bowed in shame. You're not here tonight because you're afraid of being on the stage and defending your record. You're ducking these things. And let me tell you what's going to happen. You keep doing that, no one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. Oh! <laughs> Donald Duck! You see what he did there? Trump, Trump is ducking. So they're going to call him Donald Duck because, you know, his name's Donald and he's ducking. So like Donald Duck. Oh, man, Chris Christie got him. Chris Christie, your new GOP frontrunner for 2024. That was his little Marco Rubio comment. That was his little Marco moment. Oh, let's listen to it again. Epic. 
epic burn. You're not here tonight because you're afraid of being on the stage and defending your record. You're ducking these things. And let me tell you what's going to happen. You keep doing that, no one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. Happen. You keep doing that, no one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. Happen. You keep doing that, no one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. Oh, man, Donald Duck. Quack, quack. <laughs> this guy here. If if don't throw bricks and or don't throw rocks in glass houses were a person, it would be Chris Christie. Let's take a break real quick. Come back. We're gonna get to some more of it. Uh, I want to talk about Nikki Haley. Had her true her true inner Karen came out last night. Nikki Haley is super Karen. I'm so tired of hearing these politicians talking about doing away with TikTok. I got a big rant about that coming up. If it ain't TikTok, it's going to be something else. TikTok's just the, the buzzword of the day. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM, WYAB. Are you thinking about going out this weekend? Are you thinking about messing around and finding out? Well, you, when you do mess around and find out, you may end up in jail, whether it be Hines County, Rankin County, Madison County, or any of the little towns in between. And if you do, hey, look, I have a long and glorious history of messing around and finding out. And I wish I'd had a bail bondsman like Liberty Bell Bonds. If you end up in jail this weekend, get out of jail by calling 601-825-1077. That's Liberty Bell Bonds serving Jackson and all surrounding areas. So if you mess around and you find out, call Liberty Bell Bonds and they'll bond you out. 601-825-1077. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. This segment will be brought to you by our friends over at Watchman Security Services. Guys, I was thinking about Watchman Security Services coming in this morning. I was thinking about needing a, um, I'd like to get a driveway alert. Or a beep in my house if somebody comes and pulls in my driveway or comes down my sidewalk or anything. I was like, man, I bet they have that, and I'm surely they do. I'm going to give them a call today about that. Just looking at more ways to secure the perimeter. And you can, too, by giving Watchman Security Services a call for your home or business security needs. Anything from uh, your run-of-the-mill uh, alarm setup to full-blown cameras, indoor, outdoor, everything. They can do it all at Watchman Security Services. Doorbell cameras, smart home technology, they got it all there. And you can operate it from an app on your phone, whatever you want to do. And you keep Amazon at your business. How good is that? We've heard horror stories about these national conglomerates locking people out of their homes and all that stuff. You're not going to have that problem with Watchman Security Services. Located right there in Pearl, Mississippi. Uh, been in the business since 1977, the year your boy Clay was born. You can check them out online. Watchman, M-A-N, Watchman Security dot com watchmansecurity.com they operate statewide good good folks let's see here let's uh I, i'm cruising through twitter and looking at some of the reactions to the debates last night i got one from tim scott i want to pull up but i'm gonna let's go to the nikki haley and vivek ramaswamy argument about TikTok, because I thought her full Karen came out last night as out of touch as it can be. And, I, and I'll explain. I know, we, I know we've been 
taught that we're supposed to hate TikTok because of China, and I, I don't disagree. But hold on. But I'm telling you, you're going to turn a whole army of youth against whoever bans it, and, you may, and you'll never win another election. So be mindful of that. So here is uh, Vivek and <clears throat> Nikki Karen Haley. Students in over 18,000 public schools nationwide have the ability to... Oh, wait, I'm sorry. R- wrong, wrong one. Wrong one. Hold on. I thought that was the... Uh, I thought that was the Ramaswamy one. Are you kidding? I saved the wrong... Well, you know what? Okay, well, we'll just do this. We'll do this, all right? This is Ramaswamy talking about transgenderism as a mental health disorder. I'm more passionate about this anyway. Over 10.7 million students in over 18,000 public schools nationwide have the ability to change their identity without parental notification. Governor Christie told Stewart last week that he would pass a federal law to protect parental rights. Would you try to do the same? I have to be very clear about this. Transgenderism, especially in kids, is a mental health disorder. We have to acknowledge the truth of that for what it is. I met two young women early in this campaign. On parental rights in school. Parents have the right to know. And you know what the hypocrisy of this is? I want to hear, I want to hear that again. This is great. Would pass a federal law to protect parental rights. Would you try to do the same? I have to be very clear about this. Transgenderism, especially in kids, is a mental health disorder. We have to acknowledge the truth of that for what it is. Full stop. Vivek is the new front runner. I, I, let's hear it one more time. I, I promise. I'm not trying to be annoying this morning. I just want to make sure that we're all hearing the same thing. Be very clear about this. Transgenderism, especially in kids, is a mental health disorder. We have to acknowledge the truth of that for what it is. Oh, what 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 are the uh, what do the kids say nowadays? Say it louder for the people in the back, Big Daddy. This transgenderism, especially in kids, is a mental health disorder. We have to acknowledge the truth of that for what it is. I met two young women early in this campaign. On parental rights in school. Parents have the right to know. And you know what the hypocrisy of this is? Even New Hampshire failed to actually get past a piece of legislation here. The very people who say that this increases the risk of suicide are also the ones saying that parents don't have the right to know about that increased risk of suicide. And I'm sorry, it is not compassionate to affirm a kid's confusion. That is not compassion, that is cruelty. I met two young women, Chloe and Katie, early in this campaign, who are in their 20s, now regret getting double mastectomies and a hysterectomy. One of them will never have children. And the fact that we allowed that to happen in this country is barbaric. So I will ban genital mutilation or chemical castration under the age of 18. And parents have absolutely the right. Would you try to pass a federal law that says parents, parents should have that right? We are going to require yes. states absolutely okay. have to then follow that through. We stand for parental. Boom. Boom. Ban it altogether. As far as I'm concerned. For adults, too. But that's your, your body, your choice after 18. Which, I mean, I, I'll be honest. A surgery that serious, if you're telling me I can't drink till I'm 21. You're going to tell me, I can, Clay, you can't, you can't drink till you're 21. You can't gamble till you're 21. You can't partake in any, any sinning till you're 21. But you're going to tell me I can go, go get a... Uh, Is there something wrong with 
sorry. Apparently, apparently my phone was talking to me. But you're going to tell me I can go cut my my junk off? Or if you're a female, cut your tatas off? I mean, we're out here trying to raise money to save the tatas, and you're cutting yours off. Perfectly good tatas, just throwing them on the floor. Having a hysterectomy in your in your teens? Bro, if you had, if you had told me in my teens, ask me, Clay, do you ever want kids? I'd be like, hell no, I don't want no kids. Let me get fixed today. You know, then you revisit that in your 20s, and dang sure in my 40s, I don't want any more. But I thank God every day for the ones I have. Don't let teenage you make a decision 40-year-old you going to regret. I mean, look, I don't mean to pick on my, all my friends out there listening right now, my folks with felonies that got them when they were young. I, I ain't picking at you. I was making a point here. You know, ask, ask any one of them to a man or to a woman if they regret the decision they made in their, in their early years that got them into a situation in their late years. And we're just talking about something that ain't necessarily a physical issue. There's a financial issue more times than not. Imagine making that decision to never be able to have children. I, I mean, w- women's is less. Women, this is just my opinion, who decide to have a, air quotes in the studio, sex change operation, still isn't really having a sex change operation. Because I, mean, I don't think they're adding nothing down there. They're just taking away from up top. And I, anyway, let's not get too far into it. At the end of the day, you can always go back and get some fake tatas again. You, know, you can always girly up, grow your hair back out. Um, look, you know, stop taking testosterone, too much testosterone or whatever, whatever it is you're doing, guys. Guys, there, there's no, there's no turning back. I mean, once, once you get your bonus hole, that's it. Done, done. Once, once you just done. Anyway, my point being, these are decisions that do not need to be made. I, I would say before you're 25 years old, and, and then I could still make an argument that that you you're potentially still being brainwashed by college professors and just being too young and stupid. I was coming in this morning and Limp Biscuits break stuff came on. And I was like, jun, jun, jun. and I just remember when, it, when that song came out, just how stupid we were and how full of testosterone. And every time it came out, we'd get in a fight. And I'm just like thinking, man, we were stupid. And we we're about that age, about 25. No, I was younger than that. Somewhere about 20. Yeah, whatever. Point being, you do dumb stuff when you're young that you don't do when you're in your 40s. Don't go. Don't go do that. And you people who promote this nonsense, y'all are no better than the Nazis, the the Nazi high-ups. I mean, the real ones, like Hitler. Y'all are terrible people. You doctors that are that perform these surgeries on minors, or really anybody as far as I'm concerned, you're terrible people. You're most likely, most definitely, I'm going to say, going to hell. I mean, you're going to be a good company. going to be a lot of y'all down there. Let's take a break, come back. We'll get back to some more of this debate stuff. I got some Jackson stuff, of course, I want to talk about. I would like to talk about also. LOL Jackson. It's become a big theme of this show. 
Uh, the Guns of Gear text line, 769-241-1944. The phone line, 601-879-0002. i tell you what, we got a minute or so. Let's read a couple of uh, Guns of Gear texts here before we go to the break. Paul says, the only was DeSantis wins if Trump dies. The only way DeSantis wins is if Trump dies. If Paul Ryan and the Bushes put out Trump and make DeSantis the nominee, I will vote for him. I will not vote for him, period. And then it says, if an adult is mentally ill enough to cut their genitals, I welcome their self-sterilization. They had the freedom to do the surgery, and I had the freedom to mock them relentlessly. Amen. Amen. I will stand outside whatever hospital here they're they're doing that nonsense at with a uh, welcome to the mental institution sign. You know how people put their... Happy birthday, big happy birthday uh, setups in their yards now, or they're, or they're just got divorce signs in their yards. I'll set up something in their yard. Just cut it off. <laughs> welcome to the, welcome to insanity. Uh, Kimberly says Vivek, or how do you say his name? It's Vivek. She goes, but we need to know because he speaks a good game. I've been watching him. Still don't know how to say his name, and that's a problem for him. But you know, no different than Obama, Barack Hussein Obama. You know, that was a bit of a. Still don't like it. Uh, that was a bit. Of, I didn't think anybody named Hussein would, could win an election in America after nine eleven. But here we are. Let's see here. Unknown texter says wouldn't vote for that corporate weasel Chris Christie, even if he racked up a point with his sound bite catchphrase about Donald Trump. I'd vote for Robert Kennedy, a Democrat first. That's from from Mister Chandler. Let's see here. Uh. Unknown texture says, I love Trump and what he did for, oh, we already read that part. Then it says, when you have gruesome Newsom saying that the rest of the field doesn't stand a chance behind Trump, it's not because he suddenly has a consciousness. It's because they have a plan to steal the election again by putting Trump in prison or removing him from the ballot or both. They think they can get away with it clean. I'm convinced that we are still being herded into where they want us. My name is Sean, by the way. Thanks, Sean. No, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree. I mean, there were, Gruesome Newsome, I like that. Oh, Gruesome there wasn't saying that because he was a fan of Trump. Of course, there's a reason. But it doesn't mean he wasn't right. Even if he, even if his intentions were not pure, he both can be right. He can be wrong. His, his, his intentions can be wrong. But what he said can be right. And I do agree with him, whether his intentions were right or not. Let's take a break. Come back. We got more to go. This is the Clay Edwards Show right here on 103.9 FM. W-Y-A-B. All right, welcome back in here to the Clay Edwards Show. Guys, if uh, you need a roof, check out my friends Watkins Construction and Roofing, your hometown roof repair specialist, operating statewide. Heck, I even got an office over in Alabama now, come to find out. But, man, great guys, do great work. You can check them out online, Watkins Construction, Inc. If you have any issues with your roof. I mean, it's been a hot summer. It's been a hot summer. Hot, long, dry summer. You know, you know get them to come out, check your roof out before we get into storm season here as we get approach into the, to the well, to the fall. Hey, whatever. We always have a bunch of storms and rain and cold and stuff. You know, it's storm season year-round in Mississippi. Get them to come out. They'll do a complimentary roof assessment. Look, man, they work with your, they'll, work, they'll do all the work with your insurance companies. They're going to be in constant communication with you they got over 500 probably over 600 five-star reviews at this point these guys do great work whether you're spending the minimum 
getting something patched or you're getting an entire new roof. They treat everybody the same with five-star service. You will not regret it. I had a friend of mine just got a new roof or getting a new roof put on his house now over in Bellhaven. Uh, I got an update on that from uh, the roofing company myself the other night when I saw him in person. That it was going good. Being an older house, it requires a little bit more massaging. Uh, so, But they can do all that. That's why they're the best. That is Watkins Construction and Roofing, located right here in central Mississippi. You can find them online, watkinsconstructioninc.com. All right, let's uh, see. i got a few more text messages here, and i got some more clips I want to play, mock and meme. That's what we do around here. We relentlessly, if you're new here, we relentlessly mock and meme the news, and mainly the left, and of course, rhinos as well. Carl Ray says, they're all bad, full of bull. They can lie on the debate and win the election with no consequences. It's a damn shame. What the world's going to when people like me and people like you. Man, that song came on, that Oliver Anthony song. Richmond, North of Richmond came on at the sh- uh, where I was at yesterday. And it, and, and it, it, I got it on a couple of playlists, and it'll come on every now and then. And that song, I thought would be like a flash in the past. I really did. I was like, man, there's no way this guy will sustain this success. That song is still a top ten song, and it's even better now when I hear it. I mean, that that is going to become an all time legendary song. It really is. Good, congratulations to that guy. Congratulations. Now he's finding out that the music business is the music business. And his little his little fantasy utopia fantasy of twenty five dollar tickets. Unfortunately, as much as Clay Edwards would love to pay twenty five dollars for a ticket, it costs too much to put on a show to charge twenty five dollars for a ticket. It, the, the economics don't work. So, kudos to him. All right, Reagan can says, if ever there were a decision that not even parents should be able to make for our underage kids, this is it. Only the adult person themselves should be able to make the decision about sex change operations. Why is Chris Christie up there with the rest of them? I hate Trump. Vote for me is not a reason to vote for Christie. I think the number of votes McCain and Romney got has confused Christie. With over 65% of those votes were against Barack Obama and the Democrat Party instead of for McCain and Romney. That is a great point. That is a great point, and I could not agree with you more, Reagan can. Let's see here if we got any more text before we move on to the next subject. Debbie says, it came up on my Pandora. That song, it's a great song. It really is. All right. Let's shift gears here. Um, I, I just stumbled across this, and I haven't heard it yet, but I see some of the local uh, woke Jackson folks, a couple of local black folks here on my Twitter. They're, they're mad at this Tim Scott comment, so it must be good. Apparently, they believe that Tim Scott is not for reparations for black folks. And uh, I, for one, agree. So let's see what they're mad about. Country. What was hard to survive was Johnson's Great Society, where they decided to put money, where they decided to take the black father out of the household to get a check in the mail. And you can now measure that in unemployment, in crime, in devastation. If you want to reach free, here's the challenge. Well, I was listening to Jason Whitlock's show last night. And if you're not listening to Jason Whitlock, it comes on. Well, you can do the podcast, but he has a live YouTube show every night around 6 o'clock. 
And it's about an hour, hour and a half. You can dive in and out of it. It's a lot of sports, a lot of politics. Really good show. Jason Whitlock's a black dude who's kind of seen the light and got off the plantation. And he was interviewing somebody, and they were they were talking to him. They said, man, you know, like, so many people hate you because you talk about, and they and they hate, uh, oh, dang it, brain drain here. Who's the black dude from California? Larry Elder. And they hate Larry Elder because they talk about the problem of fatherlessness in the black communities and single single family homes, single mother homes in the black community. They talk about that a lot as being the the number one problem that causes all these other problems and how the matriarchy has proven to be a complete and utter failure in the black community. And uh, it's, y'all really need to listen to that. You, you really do. I know I got a little off course there, but Tim Scott falls into that camp too. As he was just talking about the welfare and stuff. Let's just do it one more time. Black families survived slavery. We survived poll taxes and literacy tests. We survived discrimination being woven into the laws of our country. What was hard to survive was Johnson's Great Society, where they decided to put money where they decided to take the black father out of the household to get a check in the mail, and you can now measure that in unemployment, in crime, and devastation. If you want to receive Now, let's get serious for a second. I know we've had a little fun this morning. That right there, that's when you know you're above target. What he just said will offend more people because it, it was truer than anything any other politician on that stage said last night. I, it, maybe it was Kim Wade I heard say it the other day. Maybe it was Jason Whitlock. I, I listen to so much stuff. I forget who to credit it to, so I just try to throw a wide net. And if if you said it, here's your credit. Black folks have survived a lot in this country. I don't think they're going to survive the Democrat Party. I, I, I don't think they're going to survive the Democrat Party. What the Democrats have done to the black to the black community it's worse than the Klan could have ever done. It's worse than any white supremacists could have ever done. It's worse than slavery. Yeah, I said it. I said it. It's worse than slavery. These are all things the black community overcame. I I I, I don't see the black urban Democrat community. I ain't you know I ain't talking about I ain't talking about black conservatives. Y'all obviously you got your heads on straight. What, the black urban Democrat communities, y'all ain't gonna survive this. I, I, you know, I, I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do. Complete and absolute culture rot, and just lined up for it. Just lined up for it. Have y'all seen this? And I think the best example, the best example is this. Have y'all seen this sexy red rapper? She looks like a man. In the face, I mean, just like, just looks just like that rapper Young Thug, in the face. But I mean, she, she's got, you know, she's got, she's got some. We'll call them assets. You know, I mean, she she's built, and she ain't a fat girl. She ain't no, she, she <laughs> what's that big beached whale's name that we always make fun of? The uh, anyway, she she from the neck down. I mean, she's an attractive. You know, she's got curves. But man, I mean, it's just the absolute bottom feeder, worst nursery rhyme raps, nasty, just nasty. I mean, as hood rat as it gets, and like this is the most popular 
female rapper in the world right now. Sexy Red. She's on the sidelines of college football games and NFL games. Lizzo is the is the beached well I'm thinking about, by the way. You know, we celebrate this community celebrates the worst of its community. Not the best and brightest. They humiliate and ridicule the best and brightest. Call them Uncle Toms and nerds and all that stuff. What you trying to do? Learn how to read? You trying to be you trying to go live with them white folks? You know, they put the dumbest and the rudest on the highest pedestals. It just don't make sense to me. I know I ain't supposed to say these things because I'm white. I'm not supposed to acknowledge these things. You know, I learned really early on when I started the Save Jackson page that you're not allowed to criticize black people in public office or air quotes, successful black people. You're not allowed to criticize them for, for nothing. You know, if, if they're a politician, if they're a department head, if they're anything, if they're a coach, you're not allowed to criticize them. That's racist. Well, you're a public servant or you're a coach or whatever it is. You have a job that everybody else has always been criticized at if they weren't good at. I'm I'm not going to break the norms because of your feelings and emotions and unwritten rules. I don't do unwritten rules. I break rules when necessary. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Close out the first hour. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show here on 103.9 FM. All right, let's see here, man. Let me type this word real quick. I want to end the hour on a little rant here. Like This reminds me of the Great White Concert. I just saw on uh, Twitter, apparently there was a wedding over in, where is it, a new video release showing the very moment that a fire started at an Iraq wedding this past Thursday in northern province of Nineveh. Says sadly, over 100 people lost their lives and many more. So if you go follow me on X, I'm retweeting this video here, or Twitter, whatever you want to call it, at SaveJXN. Um, this folks brought decided to have pyro at their wedding, and over 100 people died. Reminds me of the Great White Fire at the station there in Rhode Island back around 2001, 2002. Very sad deal here. All right. Uh, people, your wedding, no, no pyro. No pyro indoors at your weddings or small venue concerts, please. No pyro. Let's see here. Man, I've got a whole rant. Let's see if i got time to get it in here, man. Because what's, what we got? Two minutes. Let's see here. No, we, I don't have time. But I've got, when we come back from the break after the top of the hour news, y'all's favorite congresswoman and mine, AOC, had the audacity I mean, she found some audacity on discount at the Dollar General. Had the audacity to to say that what's going on at our southern border currently has nothing. It's nothing compared to what happened at Ellis Island over sixty years between eighteen ninety two and nineteen fifty four. This is the Clay Edwards Show. The stupidity. We'll be right back after this break on one hundred three point nine FM. Psych, 
I had a whole nother minute left. I was looking at the timer wrong. <laughs> hey, it's live radio. It happens. <laughs> All right, look. Anyway, so Ocasio-Cortez, I'll ramble for a minute here. Ocasio-Cortez, every now and then it would just be good to have a producer. I mean, just every every now and then. It's like I'm having the most Monday Thursday ever here on the Clay Edwards show. But uh, Ocasio-Cortez had the audacity to compare uh, the invasion at our southern border to Ellis Isle, say that what happened at Ellis Isle was way worse than the current invasion at our southern border. When we come back, I'm going to play this video and give my thoughts on the differences between the current invasion and the legal documented immigration at Ellis Island. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back in. It's hour two of the most incendiary show on the airwaves here in Jackson, Mississippi, and of course all surrounding areas. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm, of course, Clay Edwards. You can follow me online, all social media sites from the TikTok to Instagram, Facebook, everywhere, YouTube, all of it, at SaveJXN. That's SaveJackson, at SaveJXN. Also, I do podcasts, this train wreck, every day. If you missed any of it, you can always go back and listen to the clips or the whole show. Just go search my name, Clay Edwards Show, wherever you download music, music, podcasts, audiobooks, video, and more. It's everywhere. Also, uh, do the same treatment to Kim Wade's show. I did realize the other day that we don't have Kim's show on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, so I got to get that fixed, but it's on Spotify, Podbean, and all those other places. So just uh, search Kim Wade show also and you can listen to the radio strongman also hey this segment real quick gonna be brought to you brought to you by martin's downtown for lunch today guys it's meatloaf meatloaf is the blue plate but the whole menu is available try some of the mozzarella sticks try the country fried steak you won't be disappointed coming up tomorrow night live downtown it's also ribeye steak night on fridays at martin's be sure to get down there get a crew of the guys together go have a guys night go have a ladies night it all starts at Martin's with Ribeye Steak Night on Fridays. And the live entertainment tomorrow night is a really fun-looking band called you know, Kids Cover Your Ears, Sex Brews. Uh, they are a satirical pop band from Charleston, South Carolina that combines elements of improvisation, electronic music, poppy hooks, and audience participation to create an unforgettable live experience combining elements of funk rock funky rock and rock funk they write funky melodies and soulful melodies they have been featured on the uh, Sweetwater 420 Fest Huluween, Rooster's Walk Music and Arts Festival, Floyd Fest and Renaissance Fest and amongst many many others looks like a good time, looks like a fun band so that'll be tomorrow night right there in downtown Jackson at Martin's go eat you a steak and stay for the sex brews. Sounds like a good time. Hey, don't forget, coming up October 7th, my good friends and yours, the one, the only, Storage 24, will be down at Martin's downtown. And on October 20th, one of the all-time favorite bands out of the Jackson area, The Weeks, will be doing their 10th anniversary tour of their Dear Bo Jackson album. So that'll be huge. Uh, the Weeks always sell out when they play here locally. So that'll be a big one there. I know there's a lot of Weeks fans around here. A lot of Storage 24 fans, too. Let's not sell them short. Shout out to Fred, Matt, and the team over there, Jace, and everybody. All right, let's dive back in here, man. We've we've talked a lot about this morning, or excuse me, a lot this morning about 
the debate last night and just some of the shenanigans that unfolded. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get back to some of that. And um, Banning transgender surgeries have been a big topic, and Trump has some thoughts on it too. But I want to I jump to Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, or as Sean calls her, their Lauren Boebert. Let's see here. You know, sometimes it's just best to let stupid speak for itself instead of trying to explain it. And that's what we're going to do here. Here she is, the New York Congresswoman, AOC. Numbers of when it comes to people coming to New York City today are nothing. I'm telling you, nothing compared to the daily amounts of people that we saw coming in from through Ellis Island in the first half of this century. You're seeing... You know, more than 12 million immigrants that passed through Ellis Island between 1892 and 1954. Now, I just want you all to know, she's reading Google. She's looking at the screen, reading this off Google. She could not memorize this. Because I Googled it, too, myself, because I wanted to make sure that I was correct. Because we're estimating 30 million coming through illegally at our border today. Over, over the four years of the Biden administration, we're anticipating four, 30 million illegal illegal migrants, potential terrorists, etc., coming through our southern border in this current invasion. But I'll let her finish. I'm sorry. And we have seen just huge numbers of people coming in per day that ha- that far eclipsed um, far eclipsed what we're seeing right now. I'm just going to play it one more time. It's 30 seconds. I'm going to play it uninterrupted, and then I'll give my thoughts on it after. Numbers of when it comes to people coming to New York City today are nothing. I'm telling you, nothing compared to the daily amounts of people that we saw coming in from through Ellis Island in the first half of this century. You're seeing, you know, more than 12 million immigrants that passed through Ellis Island between 1892 and 1954. And we had seen just huge numbers of people coming in per day that ha- that far eclipsed um, far eclipsed what we're seeing right now. All right, so she's going to try to compare there. And if you guys want to chime in on this, 601-879-0002 is the phone line. The text line, the guns and gear text line, 769-241-1944. She wants to compare 12 million legal, documented, good God-fearing immigrants that came to America over a 60-year time. 12 million of them, over 60 years. I got a great statistic here for just how many people that is. 12 million over 62 years is a 16,129 a month. I'm pretty sure over 16,129 are coming across our southern border a day at this point. So she wants to compare legal documented immigrants coming through over a 62-year time period to a siege at our border currently that is overwhelming the system, undocumented. They're just throwing them free phones and money cards. Free reservations at the Holiday Inn. They're kicking veterans out of hotels. I was listening to the Dana Perino show yesterday here on WYAB. She played a clip of a retired veteran, a senior citizen who was in a veteran's retirement home down in Florida or somewhere. It got bought by the federal government or money from the federal government to 
kick the veterans out and replace them with migrants. They got told they got told they were getting 30 days to get their crap and get out. The migrants were coming. They were more important. Let's take a call. Hey, brother, you're on there. Hey, Clay. Um, yeah, I'd read, I'd heard something the other. Well, anyway, there, nobody cares. I mean, even the congressman, I just sent you something from the Alabama Senator uh, Britt. They're passionately having press conferences in the, in the in D.C., but our Mississippi Values guy and our senators, they don't care. If they cared, they would not pass a single bill. They would sit and have a tantrum on the floor, the House and the Senate, and say, until we build a wall, until we start deportations, until we stop funding Catholic charities and every other non-governmental organization, we're giving $500, $600 million or more per year, per NGO, to ride them on trains to the border, fly them here. $2,500 a month is what they're getting while they're here, free health care, free everything. And we have our guys who will go on the shallow gallo show and everything and basically get a happy ending at the end of the interview because that's what they do. They do not care. You know, I put, it on, I put it on there for about five minutes yesterday. I was riding around in my car and decided I needed a little brain damage just to sh- shake things up a little bit. So I flipped it over there to Super Take, and whoever was filling in – uh, in, in the in the midday spot yesterday, I had the audacity to mock people. At least this is the way I heard. Maybe I'm missing the context to it, but they seem to be very pro sending all the money to Ukraine. We can over there. Well, shocker, okay. right? The, okay, the Ukraine. We, I mean, oh God, you go to church and we got to support the Ukraine. We are committing genocide as a country on these people. For, and I'm going to say it, for our senator who wants to nuke them because their biggest goal is their, their defense contractors. If you go to Washington and everybody that works for one of these congressmen or senators, their goal was to be a lobbyist. So what do they do their entire career there? Where do you think Trent Lott is today? He retired to spend time with his family, but his family is Tom Daschle. They have a lobbying group. And who was Tom Daschle? He was the leader of the Democrat Senate and their buddies. Where is Ronnie Shouts right now? Ronnie Shouts is a lobbyist. Where is Chip Pickering? Chip Pickering's a lobbyist. What do you think all these guys' goals are? What do you think Michael Guest's goal is, other than to be a senator? I mean, that's it. They don't care about us, and they're flooding our country. And by the way, here's the secret. They're never going to leave. One thing, and we've got seven million who have come across the border in less than two years, 5.1 million are men. That is the biggest standing army in the world. Hey, look what at are we gonna, hey, listen, listen, listen to this. So, you know, New York Mayor Eric Adams has been crying and complaining about how this is going to cost New York a billion dollars a year, $3 billion a year, whatever the number is. You know, you could just do this, Eric Adams. You could just put them on a damn bus and send them right back to Mexico for about $1,000 a head. Oh, well, we've already had courts determined that states can't do that, remember? We had an Arizona governor who was trying to do that, and the court said, well, that, and the, and the Democrats sued her, and they got a court win because they said that that is a federal responsibility. Governor Abbott in Texas is not doing anything because guess what? He's like our governor and everybody else. They are paid by lobbyists who want cheap labor and cheap cheap prices. Guys, 
we're being flooded, and there's a about a seven, a six, three hundred thousand dollar development just north of Houston that they are developers building and selling two hundred lots a week to foreign people because you can't stop foreigners from buying land. And the Texas, uh, the uh, sheriff that was in that area was on a radio show talking about he has to dedicate 10 deputies to that one subdivision because of the crime, the drugs, the guns, the cartel are building a basically state. Just yeah, north of Houston. I, I was going through my Twitter bookmarks here. I thought I had that saved. I must have retweeted it and not saved it to my bookmarks. But yeah, they estimate that uh, about 200,000, 300,000 people are living there yeah. and that they've built yeah. an entire town that the yeah. two biggest Mexican cartels have, have taken that whole area over. And it's, and it's foreign nationals. But so every time I see this, whether it's a senator from Alabama or anyone else, they're, they don't care. They're basically they're getting in their chauffeur-driven living. So when you see your, your senator or congressman at a football game this weekend and everybody's glad-handing them and all that kind of stuff, the, the, until they until they have something with their family that impacts them, they don't care. They're insulated in Washington D.C. Everyone needs to know they don't. They're not. They're not. They're not representing us. And the only person that's re- we have two choices, but I don't think there's going to be a country left, whether it's Vivek or Trump. The rest of them is just Paducah theater. I mean, it's like uh, Kim Wayne told me years ago that it's like gangs, the Crips and the Bloods. They don't care. They're just divvying up land, and we're the idiots that think that they care. Absolutely. You know, and that's pretty much where we are. You, I mean, I appreciate y'all's show, and I'm sorry to go off on this. No, I'm glad you did. Dude, this, this is ridiculous. And, and, you know, Jackson and all the Jackson's a sanctuary city, I think. I'm, well, I'll take that back. I think they passed a law to keep them from doing that. But they don't care. But it, wasn't from a lack of, it wasn't from a lack of effort. Well, New York doesn't care. They're there. They just want money. That's it. All the Democrats, they just want to, you want me and you to fund it. And poor Texas and all them, but get Greg Abbott, the governor. He could declare this an emergency, and he's not. He said, oh, we haven't. We're send, they're sending National Guard down there, and they're helping them across the border. That's what they're doing. They're, they, they act like they're doing something. Take some tanks. And Mississippi should do it. Louisiana or Tate Reeves and the governor should say, "Hey, we're sending people. We are blocking the border with our people." Yeah. I mean, you know, I, look, I just, I just, I just, I just saw a shirt on Facebook oh. during the last break, and it yeah. said, "There's, you know, they always try to sell crap, but it said, it was great." It said, "Our forefathers would be shooting by now." Well, and here's the kicker: we didn't have the money to build a wall. Five billion dollars would have completed a border wall. We don't have it. Guess how much we've sent to the Ukraine in cash to pay for their stores, for their pensions and salaries, so they can go and eat at their version of Mason Weiss and, and shop, excuse me, and their version of Whole Foods. They ain't, I mean, yeah, they're dying, but in the city of Kiev, I mean, their president shows up in fatigues, but I ain't seen them out doing jack. And by, if this war could end tomorrow if we said, hey, we're not funding this anymore. We need to negotiate peace. How many people have our politicians encouraged to die over this? And that's sad. And we're going to wind up and we're going to wind up with our troops there. Why? Because we got to save Ukraine. Dang, the NFL had a Ukraine flag in hey, one of their end zones. Oh, they, other the, than, the, the Jets had them all on the back of their helmet. So, you know, when we go, when we, when we finally do go over there, yeah. And, and put boots on ground. We'll be fighting with Jerry. Wait for it. Literal Nazis. Yeah. We will go from we will go from killing Nazis in World War Two to fighting side by side with 
the good Nazis, as the white liberals like to but, tell us. But, but Ukraine goes back to this. It is where they send the aid. Why do you think the Clinton Foundation is lining up to, quote, help rebuild Ukraine? We send money, and Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and whichever senator or whatever, they get their cut. Same and reason Same reason the Clintons lined up to, to help Haiti after the earthquake. Well, yeah, look at Haiti. Well, look at Puerto Rico. They had phone services they were going to provide. But that's not just them. Look at at who's going to be the lobbyist after they've left office. And, I mean, we – and look, I'm picking on Trent Lott, but I remember when he retired. But he has a lobbying firm with Tom Daschle. That should tell you where his values are. His, his good Mississippi values. I well, no, he that he is working with the guy he supposedly opposed. I mean, they put on makeup, go do an interview, walk to the next interview, and then the Democrat comes by and they act like they hate each other. Then they go have dinner and they're doing their deals, and we're sitting here listening to the radio show where they're interviewing with you or anyone else, and they're lying to us. You can't contact them unless you have cash in hand. If you want to have a sit-down meeting with your congressman or senator, they're going to look and see what you've donated. And that's it. That's the honest truth. Try it one time. Seriously. Try to get an email from one of them other than just uh, a response. They don't have a backbone. Any of them. And I'm I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I've got a little rant here. I like it, brother. i got to take my break, man. Appreciate you, Jerry. Thanks. Thanks. This is the Clay Edward here. Jerry on a flamethrower this morning. I like it. A burner, as we like to call it. Great call from Jerry. We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. Let's see here, guys. I'll tell you about one of our great sponsors here real quick before we get back into the chaos. we got Nacho Average Joe on the phone. Hey, look, I told you all the other day I went out to uh, Acme Pizza and got me, what was it, Tuesday, I believe. Yeah, Tuesday. Afternoon road over there, about 4 o'clock. Hang out, hung out with Chip for about an hour, hour and a half. Just had a good old great conversation. Nice in there. The air conditioner blowing good and cold. And I was like, I wasn't even going to get a pizza. But I decided, I said, man, let me, uh, make me something I hadn't had before. I said, let's just do a Canadian bacon with bacon. I didn't do, I didn't do the whole pig, pig, pig with the barbecue sauce and the pulled pork. Guys, and they cooked the bacon from raw too fresh on the pizza so the bacon grease gets down in the pizza sauce and the cheese oh look i, I want some for breakfast right now you can enjoy the same mouth-watering deliciousness that i had get over there to acme pizza and daiquiri right there at fan and mart on the res i'm telling you i ordered it they only sell large pizzas they keep it simple it's a large you get what you get i ate all but two slices of this thing while I was sitting there talking to Chip, he finished off the last two. I, I, I was like, I'm not, I can't eat no more. Please make it go away. That's how good this pizza was. That I ate all but two slices of a large sitting there. Great pizza. Again, open daily at four. They're open till midnight. Fan and Mart on the res, right in front of Fan and Lane's there. Available on all major food delivery apps. And they even have frozen daiquiris to go. And they're also available for delivery. Nine different flavors, 12 different specialty pizzas, or of course, you can do what I did. You could just create your own pie or try the Wheel of Flavor. But hey, Leo, we push their pizzas a lot. Chip swears they got the best balls in town. That's meatballs on their pasta. His word's not mine. I'm going to take him for his word, though. Says they got the best meatballs in town. Try their pasta. He swears it's great. I'm not going to a pizza joint and getting pasta. I'm going to pizza because I love pizza. But uh, try it all right there at Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. 
All right, Nacho Average Joe has been staying on hold. Hey, brother, you on there? Hey, Clay. I was hoping you would call in today when I got to talk about uh, immigration. Well, good. Uh, you know, why are we going after the real instigators behind all this? You know, these people from Haiti and uh, Africa and, you know, they're, they're not just, you know, Mexicans crossing the border like they used to. I mean, this is an extremely orchestrated effort to uh, – the plan is Cloward and Piven to overthrow our country. I mean, it's a, it's a, know, it's a true insurrection. To destroy. It's an insurrection. And, and so – you know, these people aren't just showing up willy-nilly. They're showing up with clean clothes, backpack, cell phone. You know, they—they're um, the NGOs have been funneled money to buy these people plane tickets and bus tickets, you know, and, and everything else. So why aren't we going after the people who's orchestrating this? Because, you know, if I'm a poor uh, person living in Haiti or, uh, you know, South America or any place like that, and somebody says, "Hey, you want to go to America? You know, hey, we'll give you, we'll pay you, we'll give you uh, bonuses, we'll, you know, we'll uh, buy your plane tickets and stuff." I mean, of course you're going to say yeah. So I don't blame these people coming across. I blame the people who's orchestrating the effort. You know, they're working with, uh, like you were saying earlier, the drug cartels to, to get these. There's human trafficking. There's there's uh, human slavery going on, and. The State Department's involved, the, especially the U.N. is involved, because you can look at this going on over in Europe. It's the same thing where they're uh, taking people from Africa and, and to some extent, uh, Syria, and they're flooding places like, uh, uh, you know, Greece, Spain, uh, Italy. You know, all these places are England are being just flooded with immigrants over there the same way that they are here. And it just goes to show this is a world global um, effort, just like COVID was. The response to COVID was the same all over the world. The same people who were behind the invasion of South America into our country are the same people who's destroying Europe. You know, Sweden, Germany, you know, you go on and on. But, you know, why aren't our conservatives, like the previous caller said, spotlighting United Nations, why are you destroying us? You know, if you are a friend, why are you orchestrating efforts and working with drug cartels to uh, traffic people into our country to destroy it and overwhelm it? You know, and it's got to be bigger than just blue and red, right? There's, exactly. It, it, in my opinion... It's got to be more than just flipping Texas blue. It's, there's way more to this. I, mean, I guess that that's the nexus of it, but what is the big picture? I mean, are they, are they trying to replace all of us? Well, they're trying to dilute us for sure. You know, you could say replace, but you could also say dilute. I mean, one of the things I'd heard is their plan is to bring, get this, 100, and, 100 million immigrants into the United States so that me and you don't count anymore. They won't even have to steal elections. Yeah, just like just you like know? Jackson, Mississippi. You know, we don't count there anymore. In Hines so, County, period. We don't count there anymore. So they want to do the same thing in the whole United States so that if there's any kind of an uprising, a rebel uh, pushback, you know, we're the minority. And then they'll supplanted uh, people who will favor them, you know, people who will vote for them, people who will, uh, you know, accept their tyranny. And, you know, they'll have diluted us. 
you know. I think this ends with a lot of bloodshed. I don't think we'll ever go back to the country we had without it. Uh, me either. I think this ends with a lot of bloodshed on one side. Either, either, either we fix the problem or they fix us, one or the other. I, I don't see this ending, ending well. I ain't moving. You know, <laughs> well, there's nowhere else to go. No, I was saying we're the last bastion of hope for this thing. You know, one thing is that a lot of some of the immigrant, a lot of immigrants are coming from through Venezuela, and we think, oh yeah, you know, they had a communist takeover. You know, I can understand people want to leave Venezuela, but what's actually happening is uh, Murado, whatever his name is, is emptying his prisons. You know, he's not letting his best citizens cross the border. He's letting the jails out, the, the murderers and the rapists. Well, you know, also those, the those, Venezuelans those, crossing the border. Those communists from Venezuela are Venezuelans. I mean, so I mean, they, we act like just because they're Venezuelan and they're leaving a, a communist country, it doesn't mean they ain't bringing their communist ways with them. But clearly, they favor communism. Exactly, and, just, and it's kind of funny how the people who are crum, coming across uh, from uh, Cuba, who would actually vote Republican, well, when they land on the American shores. They're given a, a bus ticket, not a bus, you know, a, a, a pl- airplane ticket right back to Cuba. You know, they don't want Cubans coming over here, but they want everyone else coming over here. People who will be dependent on the system. Yep. All right, brother. Got to take my break, man. Great call. Thank you. Appreciate it. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. All right. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here. On the RO80 on 103.9 FM, Jackson, Mississippi. This segment is going to be brought to you by our good friends over at Lakeland Glass and Tent. Be sure to give them guys a call today, 601-946-1000, or shop them online. You can set up an appointment, get an appraisal, the whole nine yards, or a quote, should I say, at lakelandglassandtent.com. Guys, they're, 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 they've jumped all in to the ceramic coating business. If you need your vehicle ceramic coated, you know, I did this for a while. It is great, great protection. They use Expel ceramic coating products. You can start with a 12-month ceramic coating or go all the way up to an eight-year. Different price ranges, different options. You don't have to do the full Monty. You can do uh, the half Monty, (laughs) Uh, depending on your budget. Uh, They got something for everybody. No better way to protect your vehicle than to put some ceramic coat on the paint. Check them out there at lakelandglassintent.com. Of course, they're they got you handled or covered, should I say, for all of your home, car, and business window tinting needs, uh, vehicle wrapping needs. If you want to wrap a wall inside your business with your logo, your menu, whatever you want to do, they can do it all at Lakeland Glass Intent. All right. I am going through here on my, my Facebook bookmarks here, and I was trying to see here. I've got this. Uh, here's this thing on TikTok. I thought I had the Trump soundbite. I thought I had the Trump soundbite on uh about banning transgender surgeries. I can't find it, so we'll we'll go to this one here. This is Vivek and Nikki Haley fighting about TikTok. Gosh dang! Sometimes you just say something out loud. Sometimes you're like, I- I'm stupider for saying it. Speaking. There's one person ahead, on this. This is infuriating because TikTok <laughs> is one of the most dangerous social media apps yes, that is. we could have. And what you've got, I honestly, every time I hear you, I feel a little bit dumber for what you say <laughs> because I can't believe you know, they hear you've Haley got a day. TikTok situation. What they're doing is. All right. So 
Nikki Haley just went had her full Karen moment last night. I know I said that earlier, but I'm going to circle back to that. I, look, I ain't shilling for TikTok, but we're going to use it as, as our example for this. Man, look, whether it's TikTok, whether it's Instagram, X, uh, X is a little bit better, but it's, they just ain't kids ain't on X doing what they do on these other video platforms. Facebook, YouTube, wherever this short form video stuff is at. You watch the the way the algorithms work. You you watch what you want to watch, and they if you start if you watch, like to watch videos of guys putting on makeup, they're going to show you a lot of videos of guys putting on makeup. I can pull my TikTok up right now, and I can watch a video, and if it's something I like, I'll hit that like button, and then the next ten videos up under there, it's, it's doing this in live time. It don't show you 20 videos it had planned to show you. Once you if you hit like on something, it changes. Oh, they like this type of content. So if I like I saw Oliver Anthony, for example, if I pull up the, if I pull it up and a, a TikTok comes on with that Oliver Anthony song in the background, I hit like. Man, eight out of the next ten are going to be videos that people made using that song. So it, the algorithm leans to whatever you want it to. Now, do I agree with? Should that stuff be on there, uh, all this transgender nonsense? Of course I don't. But it's everywhere else, too. It shouldn't be on any of these places. The problem we have is Section 230. It hasn't been updated since before, and that's the that's the law that controls the Internet, basically. It hasn't been updated since before social media even existed. Now, Trump, Trump brought it up, didn't do nothing about it, and it's come back to bite him in the butt. So, again, let me just tell you, we talk about effing around and finding out a lot on this show. If Republicans want to ban TikTok, you're going to have a you're going to have a kickback from everybody under 25 years old, possibly under 30. People ain't going to be happy and they're going to punish you at the polls if you do it. Trust me on this one. You know, you got a lot of people whose income has become dependent on that and people who enjoy it. And if you decide to take that away, you're killing jobs. I mean, again, these are uncomfortable conversations, just like the abortion conversations are uncomfortable to have because I am anti-killing babies on any level, and period. But I also understand we need to win elections. And a outright abortion ban probably don't win you elections if once people get in that booth and pull the lever just like they did for marijuana that we were all told nobody wanted. So, again, just my opinion. I could be wrong. Let's see here. Uh, on the Guns and Gear text line, Rob says, on a scale of 1 to 10, all right, so we're shifting gears here, shifting gears to the Brian Bailey stuff. And we're going to have tomorrow, Sean's going to be back here with me, and we're going to have Russ Latino with the Magnolia Tribune in the studio with us for the whole two hours. Russ is a super intelligent guy. And we're going to get we're going to dive deep into this Brian Bailey stuff and some other stuff, statewide politics, some some of the Brandon Presley, Tate Reeves stuff. If you, if you like politics, tomorrow is going to be your show. I mean, if you like diving into the weeds of politics, you're really going to enjoy it. I, I'm looking forward to it. But a Rob says, on a scale of one to ten, how screwed is Brian? I think it's ten. And he's going to bring some powerful people down with him. It's going to be interesting to sit here and watch it play out. Um, it, 
Jim Hood's response didn't look good. You know, you're you're the AG, and you say, and you and you have a potential political corruption scandal, abuse of power scandal, and you say, I don't know what happened to it. I don't know why we didn't do it. That's a bad look, dog. Why? There's all kind of rumblings out there as to why. I don't want to speculate, but it's definitely a bad look. If that's the case, I, th- I think a lot of powerful people are going to. I mean, I was telling Sean this off the air yesterday when we got through with the show. The he he made the point. He said you got a Democrat AG in Hood and a Republican sheriff in Bailey. He's that's a, that's very bipartisan there, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, it's a bad look. I don't know what happens. You know, he's an elected official. He's running unopposed. I don't know how you make him. You know, I don't know how you. You can't make him step down, you know, so it's going to be interesting. All right. Josh says on the Guns and Gear text line, and we're bouncing around. When I read the gun, if you're new here, when I read the Guns and Gear text line, this is kind of like rapid fire. The subject can change quick. You know, I like to hear what you guys have to say, and I like to go from there. So um, Josh says, guest was on the Homeland Security Committee for the longest, as well as Benny Thompson. Cindy Hyde-Smith is a... Homeland Security Committee is on the Homeland Security Committee as well. When Guest won the runoff to be elected again, I wonder where the extra votes came from while Cassidy votes stayed the same. Californians are communists and moving to surrounding states in large numbers as well. This is a huge Democrat voting bloc coming to a town and state near you. Yeah, look, look what happened in Nashville. They just voted in a dude that's got a transgender wife and two nutjob looking kids to be their mayor. Country City, Country Music USA. Country music is written, rotten, with a bunch of communists running it. You hear all these country folks on the radio, and you think, oh, man, they sing about guy guns, country pickup trucks, Daisy Dukes, boots, romper stompers. A bunch of communists. They're playing y'all, playing you like a fiddle. They ain't no different than Little Nas X, Sam Smith, a bunch of commies. Let's see here. Unknown texture. Man, Nikki Haley and Chris Christie are the most annoying people on that stage last night. They were terrible. Let's see here. Reagan can. Reagan can loves to text. I like reading his text. Let's see here. He says, um, the United Nations will head the one world government that is why they are doing this with illegal immigration. I believe you're correct, my friend. I believe you are correct. Uh, going back to um, a previous comment I made about uh, Sexy Red, the hood rat trap rapper girl, and I, I would read y'all some of her lyrics, but they're so nasty, even the even without cuss words, it would get me kicked off the radio. So you're just going to have to go Google Sexy Red lyrics. And she's the rapper. I know y'all have seen this video floating around. It's... It's two hood rats in front of a Popeye's doing a rap video. It looks like a joke. It ain't a joke. They are the joke, but it ain't a joke. That's sexy red. Uh, Unknown Texture says, horrible role model for teens. Absolutely. Let's see here if I got any more. I'll tell you what. I said I was going to talk about Jackson, and I had not done it all show. See, I'm capable of punching above my weight. Every now and then, and doing a show about national politics, the whole show. I can do that. We can do that every now and then. 
But every now and then, too, the next, you know, the core of this show was making fun of Jackson, Mississippi, and calling out and holding, trying to hold folks accountable in Jackson for just being terrible at what they do. The Waffle House. I, you know, anytime I can mix Jackson, Mississippi, and a Waffle House story, I'm all in. The Waffle House on Northside Drive has finally been put out of its misery. Right there along 55 at Northside. After 30 years, Waffle House on Northside sold its last waffle ever yesterday. My friend Hope is uh, one of the district area managers for Waffle House, and she shared the post. She said, uh, and God bless Hope, she means well. She said, no negative comments. I want to hear your good stories about Waffle House. I made a video. It's on my TikTok and my Instagram. And giving my Waffle House stories. I have been, and this is not a joke, by the way. People think I'm kidding. I have seen, or I, I say I've been shot at. I don't know that I was directly being shot at, but I have heard gunshots at every Waffle House in the city limits of Jackson. Whether it was McDowell Road. I saw so much stuff at the McDowell Road one over the years. I saw a stripper get thrown through a plate glass window in a fight at the Waffle House on McDowell Road. On the one on eighteen, I saw two dead bodies in a car. Um, the one on North Side, I didn't go to that one much, but it was it was always a crap show. I'm pretty sure I saw some people. I'm pretty sure I heard gunshots there too. High Street, oh my goodness, High Street. Remember the one on High Street? The guy got knocked out and killed. The uh, older white fellow got punched. He was from out of town. Was just eating there, and somebody punched him and killed him. What a punch! I think it was. You had to Google that, but you know, look, I love Waffle House, but Waffle House and Democrat towns, it don't work. It just don't. Twenty-four hour establishments, Jackson don't need no twenty-four hour establishments. It's just it ain't safe. There was a bowling alley over on Lynch Street, open to I guess at least two in the morning last Saturday night. Two guys got to shooting at each other out front of it at two in the morning on Lynch Street. Of course, that should tell you all you need to know. Lynch Street at two in the morning or two in the afternoon for that matter. But again, late night establishments and Democrats, they just don't mix well together. I, I, I don't know what it is. What could it possibly be? I'll let y'all decide. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back to land the plane for the day. Rest in peace, Waffle House on Northside Drive. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Real quick, let's take a call. Hey, brother, you got about 30 seconds. Uh, no problem, man. Look, real quick, um, it's, it's not just that, I mean, uh, it's not just that restaurant. It's that area of town. I was having lunch yesterday at Char uh, with my dad. He's a pretty regular, and one of the uh, staff came over, and they were giggling. I said, uh, what's going on? We know that person pretty well. And they said, man, I just got a call from a customer in the parking lot that said he's too high to come in, wants us to bring his lunch out. <laughs> Welcome to that. Welcome to fabulous Jackson, Mississippi. That was a first for me, man. I mean, broad daylight, and you got the you got the cojones to call and say something like that, man. I, I back in my day, I'm sure I did the same. Appreciate you, brother. All right, man. All right. I ain't, I ain't saying. I'm just saying. I I I've probably been there before, but I it, now nowadays I would just call uh, one of the great uh, delivery services and have my food brought to me at the house. All right, man. So Jackson going to Jackson. Y'all have a great day. What day of the week is it? Thursday. Mike Madison up next, followed by Jamison Haygood. Kim Wade will bring us home four to six today. I will see y'all tomorrow. Peace. 
Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.